Today's verse for uh, discussion, Canto 5, Chapter 17, sorry, what am I saying? <laughs> Canto 5, Chapter uh, 24, Verse Number 19. So the chapter subterranean heavenly planets verse number 19 it is fairly in the form of a prose so uh, i'll try to read uh, in a prose form and then we'll take the word to word meaning no evaitat sakshatkaro bhumi dhanasya etad bhagavati asesha jeeva nikayanam ജീവഭൂതാത്മഭൂതെ പരമാത്മനി വാസുദേവെ തീർത്ഥാത്മപാത്ര ഉപന്നേ പരായ ശ്രദ്ധായ പരമാധാര സമാഹിത മനസ സംപ്രതി പാതിത അപവർഗദ്വാരശ്വരം word to word meaning by his divine grace bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupad ki jai no not eva indeed etat this sakshatkara the direct result bhumi dhanasya of contribution of land yat which tat that bhagavati on to the supreme personality of godhead asesha jeeva nikaya naam 
of unlimited numbers of living entities jeeva bhuta atma bhute who is the life of and the super soul parama atmani the supreme regulator vasudeva lord vasudeva krishna tirtha tame who is the best of all place of pilgrimage patre the most worthy recipient upapanni having approach paraya by the topmost shraddhaya faith parama aadhara with great respect samahita manasa with an attentive mind samprati padidasya which was given sakshat directly apavarga dwarasya the gate of liberation yat which bilanilaya of bilasvarga the imitation heavenly planets aishwaryam the opulence translation by his divine grace shila propad ki jai my dear king bali maharaja donated all his possessions to the supreme personality of godhead vamana deva but one should certainly not conclude that he achieved his great worldly opulence in bilasarga as a result of his charitable disposition yes king bali maharaj has donated all his possessions to the supreme lord vamana deva but one should not think that the uh, the opulence he has received in bilasarga is a consequence a result of his charitable disposition the supreme personality of godhead who is the source of life for all living entities lives within everyone as the friendly super soul and under his direction a living entity enjoys or suffers in the material world greatly appreciating the transcendental qualities of the lord bali maharaj offered everything at his lotus feet his purpose however was not to gain anything material but to become a pure devotee for a pure devotee the door of liberation is automatically opened one should not think that bali maharaj was given so much of material opulence merely because of his charity when one becomes a pure devotee in love he may also be blessed with good material position by the will of the supreme lord however one should not mistakenly think that the material opulence of the devotee is a result of his devotional service the real result of devotional service is the awakening of pure love for the supreme personality of godhead which continues under all circumstances om agyana om agyana timirandasya shalakaya
ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನತಿಮಿರಾಂದ್ಯಾನಾಂಜನಶಲಾಕೆಯ ಚಕ್ಷರುನ್ಮಿಲಿತೀಗುರುವೇ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ಕದಾಹ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಾಪದಾಂತಿಕಂ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಶ್ರೀಯುತ ಪದಕಮಲಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ್ರೀರೂಪಂ ಸಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಗನಾರಘುನಾಥನ್ವಿತ ಸಜೀವಂ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವದೂತ ಪರಿಜನಾಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವೃಷ್ಣಪಾದನ್ ಸಹಗನಾಲಿತಾಶಾಕಾನ್ವಿತಾಂಶ ಪಂಗಂ ಲಂಗಾಯತೆ ಗಿರಿಂ ಯತ್ಕೃಪಾತಮಹಂ ವಂದೇ ಪರಮಾನಂದಮಾಧವಂ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸ್ನಾಟ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ದಿ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಚ್ಚಿತ್ತಾನಂದ ವಿಗ್ರಹ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಡೆಂಟಲ್ ಬ್ಲಿಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಎಟರ್ನಿಟಿ ಐ ಆಫರ್ ಮೈ ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ಲೊಬೇಸನ್ಸಸ್ ಆನ್ ಟು ಹಿಮ್ ಹೂ ಟರ್ನ್ ದ ಡಮ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ಎಲೆಕ್ವೆಂಟ್ ಸ್ಪೀಕರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎನೇಬಲ್ಸ್ ದ ಲೇಮ್ ಟು ಕ್ರಾಸ್ ಮೌಂಟನ್ ಸಚ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಮರ್ಸಿ ಆಫ್ ದ ಲಾಡ್ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರ್ಣಾಸಿಂಧು ದೀನಬಂಧು ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಂಗಿ ರಾಧೇ ಬೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರೀ ಪ್ರಿಯೇ ವಾಂಚಕಲ್ಪಾತರೋಭಿಶ್ಚ ಕೃಪಾಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯೇವಚ ಪತೀತಾಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭೋ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತಕದಾಧರ ಸಾಧಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತರೆಂದರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ರೇ ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಐ ರೀಡ್ ದಿ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ಮೈ ಡಿಯರ್ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಬಲಿ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಡೊನೇಟೆಡ್ ಆಲ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಪೊಸಿಷನ್ಸ್ ಟು ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ವಾಮನ ದೇವ್ but one should certainly not conclude that he achieved his great worldly opulence in bilvaswarga as a result of his charitable disposition the supreme person of the godhead who is the source of life for all living entities lives within everyone as a friendly super soul and under his direction a living entity enjoys or suffers in the material world greatly appreciating the transcendental qualities of the lord bali maharaj offered everything at his lotus feet he his purpose however was not to gain anything material to but to become a pure devotee for a pure devotee the door of liberation is automatically open one should not think that bali maharaj was given so much material opulence merely because of his charity when one becomes a pure devotee in love he may also be blessed with a good material position by the will of supreme lord however one should not mistakenly think that the material opulence of a devotee is the result of his devotional service the real result of the devotional service is the awakening of pure love for the supreme personality of godhead which continues under all circumstances so i was looking through uh, this verse and i found that the there's no purport for this verse but still i said let's try to have a discussion on this verse itself and then i was checking vishnu chakravarti thakur uh, his whether there is there any commentary on this verse and incidentally we do find 
commented by uh, Vishnu Chakuti Thakur. And the uh, commentary reads as, <coughs> Some people will think that Bali attained his position on Sutala as a result of giving land to Vamana. This verse negates that idea. That it's not that because Bali Maharaj has given (coughs) land to Vamana, that is all the three, uh, the entire universe Bali Maharaj has given in charity to Vamana Dev, it's not because of that that Lord in return gave Sutala. And this verse negates that idea. The wealth in his abode in Sutala is not the real result. Sakshat Karaha. The wealth in this abode in Sutala is not the real result of giving land to the Lord. His giving land is famous. Bhumi means the three worlds. It is stated in the scripture that just by giving a small portion of land to a brahmana learned in the Vedas, one can attain the enjoyment of Svarga. Thus, it is is impossible that he attained only enjoyment of wealth on Sutala as a result of giving the three worlds to the Supreme Lord. So what does the scripture say? If you give a small portion of the land to a brahmana, learn in the Vedas, then one can attain the enjoyment of Svarga. But here, Bali Maharaj has given the, uh, the three worlds. <coughs> and therefore, it is impossible that he attained only just the enjoyment of wealth on Sutala as a result of giving this uh, three worlds to the Supreme Lord. He should get liberation from the world itself. And the incidental enjoyment and sutala should be greater uh, than the enjoyment and swarga. So receiving sutala planet for his uh, living for the rest of his life was only an incidental factor. And the wealth or the enjoyment on sutala is far, far greater than the role he was, or the the uh, Amravati he was holding on uh, after defeat, defeating uh, Indra. So he should get liberation from the world, and hence it's only an incidental component that Sotala was given, which has much greater enjoyment than Swarga. He gave land to Lord Vasudeva who acts as a life of beings, jiva-bhuta, atma-bhuti, antaryami. But he is the supreme atma, parmatmani, being the amsi or source of all the antaryamis. Vistabhyaham idam krishnam ekam senastito jagad. By one portion of myself, I am situated in this universe. Being fit as the supreme Upapanni, he is also the supreme pure Tirtatmani. If giving a leaf of flowers gives liberation, how much more will give will giving the three words yield Apaswarga Dwarasya? 
thus merely attaining sutala is not the result of his giving the three worlds so therefore uh, vishnu chakravarti thakur elaborates on this verse by saying that by just offering patram pushpam palam toyam uh, to a qualified brahmana in vedic scripture uh, one attains swarga so having received the sutala planet where he was asked to live it cannot be the consequence of giving the charity of uh, the entire universe itself so we find that in uh, scriptures not only in vedic scripture but throughout the scriptures of all the other uh, religions as well charity uh, is recommended and krishna also says in bhagavad gita yagna dana tapaschaiva so yagna dana uh, should be given that purifies even a purified soul and if you look at the way the charity is done normally we find that people give charity uh, for various material reasons for example uh, it is said that someone who gives food to a hungry man then you feel satisfied yeah i have given so i become the center that i have given something to this person who is hungry and therefore uh, you feel satisfied this reminds me of uh, an incident which happened long back uh, we had a function at home in hyderabad and the there's a lot of food was left out because in those days it was not there was no concept of prasadam at home so it was just food Uh, it was left out and we have a nearby hanuman temple i said so much of food is going to get wasted so let us take and give it to uh, poor people because there in you know in front of uh, temples in india you have many uh, we call them as beggars who sit there so uh, brother and myself we took all that food was left out Uh, that was about 9:30 10 o'clock in the night because it was a dinner uh, and what was left out we said we can't waste it we take it and we took it there and as we were giving to the beggars who were standing who were sitting in a row and one of the guy he said that don't think that you are giving us in charity is getting spoiled therefore you are giving it to me <laughs> so I, i was jolted from my so called false ego he said don't think that you are doing me a favor by giving food after all instead of throwing it into the bin you are giving it to us so generally we feel that okay giving food to somebody you feel satisfied but then once again we are in the center and said that if someone gives sesame seeds in charity that till uh then one is blessed with uh, cherished progeny i believe so you give sesame seeds uh you you can expect uh desired children whereas uh true vedic scripture as prabhupada says uh 
one should perform garbhadana samskara so when you perform garbhadana samskara uh, typically uh, how do we perform garbhadana samskara we need to chant the holy name of the lord both the couples should chant in fact i think uh, sank his holiness uh, sankash das adhikari maharaj said once that commenting on the disciples he suggested them to chant if i'm not mistaken 64 rounds and uh, when so both the couple they chanted 64 rounds and when they chanted 64 rounds they lost a desire for <laughs> Uh, mating so therefore uh, but here we say that just gives the semi seeds and then you get uh, cherished progeny then you give some lamb deepam then uh, you get eyesight i believe and one who donates land in turn receives land again so it is reciprocation then whoever donates gold is blessed with long life and you donate silver are blessed with beauty and charm but that's not what krishna is suggesting uh, in bhagavad gita he says that you should perform charity uh, in bhagavad gita 17.20 uh, for what purpose charity given out of duty without expectation of return at the proper time and place and to a worthy person is considered to be in the mode of goodness so one should give as a matter of duty to whom it should not be done apatradanam someone who does not deserve to such a person you should not perform charity that's in mode of ignorance or do not expect anything in return which is in mode of passion but here you are performing you are giving charity for a higher cause and what is that higher cause shila propad gives uh, in the very first line the purport in the vedic literature charity given to a person engaged in spiritual activities is recommended so one is supposed to give in charity Uh, only for a person who is engaged in spiritual activities and by in, by giving charity to a person who is engaged in spiritual activities what is the result you get the spiritual benefit so in all the previous examples we have seen what you get is a material benefit so for the sake of material benefit one should not perform charity rather one should perform charity for a, a spiritual gain which is an eternal benefit and that's what we find in the uh, in the way in which uh, bali maharaj gives charity uh, if we go through the uh, past time of bali maharaj uh, how he has given charity it's an interesting uh, series of steps in which uh, the dialogue which takes place between uh, bali maharaj and uh, vamana dev and then bali maharaj and uh, shukracharya as we all know that uh, bali maharaj uh, occupies the throne of uh, swarga so therefore he has wrenched swarga uh, from uh, lord indra so which means that 
he has gone against the wish or the will of the supreme lord because you are required to take up what has been authorized to you so this is not authorized to you but still forcibly uh, showing your uh, strength you have captured uh, amravati and then occupied uh, someone else's position that means that you are denying someone his right and that's against the wish of the lord ishopanishad also says ishavasyam idam sarvam everyone is assigned a quota and therefore you should take up your quota but not someone else's quota but at the same time we should remember that bali maharaj is the grandchild of Prahlad Maharaj and so therefore he is born though born in the family of a demoniac uh, race but still uh, he is the grandchild of a great devotee not only a great devotee but he is also son of Vilochana who was uh, himself a gr- uh, great in giving in charity and this we find the thread throughout uh, Vedic scripture that great personalities did not hesitate to give in charity whatever they had including their life itself that's the beauty of uh, vedic literature vedic scripture because the basics of uh, vedic scripture is understood very well by the living entity what is that that we are not the body but we are the spirit soul and this is known uh, no matter whether the person is a rickshaw puller or a beggar on the street in india but uh, every guy there he knows that he is not the body he is the spirit soul and he believes that whatever he is placed in that situation is because of his previous karma so vilochana also was a, a great uh, ch- charity not yeah a person who gave lot of charity so much so that uh, he inherits the kingdom from his father pralat maharaj and then he receives a crown and so long he has that golden crown on his head no one could uh, defeat him so therefore uh, devatas they understand that he is the person who's having that crown they trick him and uh, request him to give his crown and he gives his crown knowingly pretty well that uh, this is going to destroy him so that's the beauty of vedic culture knowing that the persons who has asked him uh, his crown are the devatas in disguise but still uh, he gives them uh, his crown and the result of that is that uh, he is killed mercilessly uh, by uh, the devatas and because of that his son bali maharaj becomes extremely angry and then uh, he launches a onslaught on uh, swarga initially he is killed but his gurudev sukracharya revives him because he has got the ability to revive uh, dead persons so he had sanjeevini 
so he is a he's not an ordinary acharya but he is a great acharya who had that ability and he revives and with his blessings he performs yagna and then he achieves uh, swarga and at that time uh, he was displaying his so called pride he was very proud with my valor uh, that i have occupied uh, swarga and then looking at his valor his grandfather prahlad maharaj curses him not curse he says that don't be so much proud of your uh, valor uh, that when lord vishnu comes he'll take it away he'll kill you and bali maharaj says who is that lord vishnu how can he kill me what can he do that sort of a uh, response um, bali maharaj gives and prahlad maharaj becomes very angry that the time when he curses him that you are going to lose everything what you have and bali maharaj as you know he falls at his grandfather's feet begs for uh, mercy and prahlad maharaj says yes uh, that curse cannot be withdrawn but you will get the benefit of uh, meeting uh, the supreme lord my worshipable lord so the bali maharaj being born as a grandchild of prahlad the beech the seed of bhakti is already sown in his heart and that requires to be uh, polish and what was coming in between for him to achieve the highest goal of life is his pride so therefore when lord performs his pastimes in one pastime he achieves many goals and this is what we find uh, in uh, many uh, sections of shrimad bhagavatam even in the first canto uh, the other day we were trying to uh, do as bhakti vaibhava we find that lord krishna takes yudhishthir maharaj uh, to bhishma dev and in that shila propat writes this comport uh, that uh, three aspects are achieved at the same time in taking uh, pandavas to uh, bhishma dev that bhishma dev wanted to see pandavas uh, in that kingly robes with all the opulence but that was the desire of uh, bhishma dev because he has seen uh, pandavas right from childhood suffering and therefore krishna makes the arrangement in such a way that uh, like he taught bhagavad gita so that arjuna arjuna was placed in uh, in a in a in a consciousness in a situation where he could instruct bhagavad gita similarly yudhishthira maharaj is all consciousness is also covered and therefore like an ordinary person he is lamenting and to see that he receives appropriate uh, instruction and to glorify uh, bhishma dev he takes pandavas along with he accompanies pandavas to yudhis to bhishma dev where uh, bhishma dev can give the instruction to yudhishthira maharaj so that way he can the his devotee bhishma dev gets glorified so one that uh, he is fulfilling the desire of bhishma dev to see that the pandavas come in that opulence chariot jewel and also that's how they go there to that bishma dev could give instruction 
two uh, Pandavas or Yudhishthamaharaj who was lamenting like an ordinary person and three, the personal relationship between himself and Bhishma Dev because Bhishma Dev wanted to see uh, Lord Krishna before his departure, Ante Narayana Hari. So he wanted to see. So in that one single pastime, uh, many things are achieved by the Lord. So similarly here also we find uh, two things are being achieved in this pastime. One, Lord Indra wanted uh, his kingdom back. And at the same time, uh, he, here Bali Maharaj is a great devotee, but covered uh, with the false ego. And therefore, if that false ego is removed, uh, then he becomes a pure devotee. He develops the prema towards uh, Lord Vamanadev. So therefore, uh, to fulfill both the uh, aspects, he appears as Lord Vamanadev, as a Brahmana, beautiful Brahmana, and then uh, he takes the wealth. So when that ego, in Sanskrit we call it as manaha or man. And to remove that ego, one should become humble, then you reverse that manaha, it becomes namaha. So manaha is a false ego and namaha is humility. And in 13th chapter, 8 to, 20, uh, 8 to 12 verses, Lord Krishna talks about uh, amanitvam. It starts with humility. So humility is an ornament of uh, an individual. And without humility, one has no place in the spiritual world. That's a manaha is the pride. But if you add an adjective, that manaha becomes abhiman. Man is pride, abhiman is excessive pride. So in Telugu we say abhimanam. So I am a very abhimani. So therefore it means that he does not, the person does not know what he is talking, but actually what he means is that I have got false, lot of false ego. But Duryodhan was Durabhiman. It's not just man, abhiman, but he was Durabhiman, which means that intolerably uh, proud. That uh, he is so proud that one dare not even uh, lift a finger in front of him. Otherwise he'll chop the person's head. It, that... Uh, such so much of proud in him and that he displays all through uh, in his life so here we find that bali maharaj also had that pride although he was a wonderful devotee uh, but he had that pride and that pride has to be uh, taken away and this we find in uh, devotees as well. We may be chanting or I may be chanting, 
I may be following four regulatory principles. I may display so-called humility, but when I'm challenged, that abhiman becomes abhiman and can also durabhiman. So it is not that durabhiman is only to duryodhan. It is in me as well. That abhiman is in me as well. And when the situation uh, arises, I protect or I defend myself to the last bit of abhiman and durabhiman. And this I have experienced uh, and also experiencing. And I have also displayed uh, this couple of times. I continue to display. I can give one example where uh, this has happened with a devotee. We were attending uh, a function at a devotee's house and one of the devotees, he said that I have purchased a property near the temple. But I'm a very poor person. I don't know what made me, uh, but uh, I reacted wildly to that statement. I said, Prabhu, you are... You say that you purchased a property near the temple and this is like in India, lips say something and the heart is saying something. And you, actually what you want is everyone should glorify you that how rich you are. But instead of that you are saying, I'm a very poor person uh, and uh, I have uh, just one property near the temple. Without selling your other property, you have purchased a property in the temple and you purchased another property, but I am a very poor person. And so that's how I reacted. But later on I felt so sad, so bad that what made me to uh, say that is none of my business if a devotee says that, well that's a statement, just take it on face and then move on. But that kept on uh, pricking me that f the way I reacted and uh, I wanted to meet the person for, a f for some time, maybe a month or two, we could not meet once again. And when I met him that, then I took his hands into me and said, I'm extremely sorry for what I have done. I wanted, in the mind, I touched his feet but externally I did not display because of the age difference. The other person may feel awkward and therefore I said, let me not do that. But at least internally I was feeling and externally I apologized. He said, no, 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 Prabhu, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, but I could see the uh, gap in the two months. There was a difference in my consciousness. It was pricking me and... Uh, after I apologized, I felt uh, a, a huge relief, a burden has been taken out from my shoulder. So what I'm trying to say is that 
let us not let me not think that someone else is durabhiman someone else is abhiman or someone else is showing the man but i am a very pure i'm a simple humble person no when when i'm challenged uh, with situations how do i react and especially when i'm hurting others because i could see on the face of the devotee uh, devotee was disturbed with my uh, response i actually i shouldn't say it's a response i should say it's a reaction because response is always should be spiritual that is what is the uh, true vedic response that when i respond it should benefit the other person spiritually but in this case it has hurt the person and this we find uh, we rub it aside we brush it aside and then do it time and again in our life we don't care what is happening with our action uh, to others even if i commit a mistake i just say no 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 it's not my mistake it was your mistake and my mistake let's share the mistake it's okay uh, your something has happened to you because of my activity that's fine but don't tell me entirely that was my mistake and so long we have this consciousness this attitude we cannot purify our consciousness and when we cannot purify consciousness there is no place for us in the spiritual world and this is what we see in uh, this past time because there's lot of uh, dialogue interaction between shukracharya and um, and bali maharaj shukracharya tells bali maharaj that the person who has come to take arms is not an ordinary person he is lord vishnu himself so because he is lord vishnu himself you should not give your wealth he'll take away everything now if you read vishnu chakravarti thakur's uh, commentary on that we find that bali maharaj internally he was feeling very happy oh lord vishnu himself has come uh, asking my worshipable lord has come so therefore i should give but externally uh, he didn't want to hurt shukra shukracharya gurudev and he wouldn't address uh, lord vishnu as a supreme lord but he would address him only as a brahmana okay the brahmana is asking uh, only three uh, steps i've already taken a vow and i cannot go back on my vow but shukracharya says that okay you have taken a vow but in that vow typically a sankalpa you have to take vow by chanting om you have not chanted om and therefore uh, that vow is not complete uh, according to the praman and therefore you can always withdraw but bali maharaj says no i have already given my vow and therefore uh, i'll stick by uh, the vow i'll abide by it and there the dialogue uh, in it says uh, 
if i have something to give and i say i have nothing how can i avoid the sin of lying this is shukracharya say if i have something and i don't give i say i have nothing to give then isn't it lying and that lying bhumi devi says that i cannot tolerate a liar i can tolerate anyone but the heaviness of a liar cannot be tolerated so he says that one may abstract dharma by disobeying the guru but one will abstract bhakti by disobeying the lord so this is if so what it means is that i should be very clear in my purpose of life what is my purpose of life what is my goal to be achieved in life if my goal is to achieve the highest uh, achievement which can be uh, received that the prema krishna prema then i should be willing to do anything and everything to achieve that highest goal and that's what we find uh, in the past time of uh, bali maharaj that the goal for him was not in terms of okay i should uh, some material benefit i i should follow what my gurudev is saying he was prepared to reject even his gurudev but for whom he wouldn't have been alive itself because after all after he lost the battle uh, he died and it was his guru shukracharya who revived him so therefore in one sense he owes everything to his gurudev but between gurudev and the supreme lord when the situation came and gurudev's instruction was contradicting himself uh, because he is saying don't give it to uh, lord vishnu uh, that at the time uh, it's not an easy decision but being the grandchild of prahlad maharaj having had that seed of bhakti uh, from his grandfather and having therefore he understood the essence of instruction from his gurudev so therefore the time when his gurudev says no you should not uh, give because lord vishnu himself has come he even rejects his gurudev and then uh he gives whatever uh the lord has asked but what did the lords do finally he said okay you have given only satisfied my two steps what about my third step because in two steps he has occupied the entire wealth so where is my third step and if i if you don't give me my third step you are going to be the liar and that's the time when vamandev I mean uh, bali maharaj as we all know he gives his own head and thus satisfies uh, the lord but before that he is tied uh, by uh, varuna uh, garuda comes and ties him and he says that okay you are uh, you are a sinner in the sense that you have not fulfilled my the third step your promise and then he ties him because bali maharaj is always fixed in uh, truthfulness and in return what did vamandev give 
he takes away he he gives him the sutala planet not only he gives a sutala planet where he can have opulences much more than what he could enjoy in amravati because that there he was trying to live forcefully but here krishna has arranged or lord vamandeva has arranged but at the same time he got purified so this is what we find the difference between an ordinary person giving charity to a devotee giving charity because devotee performs charity for a higher cause for spiritual purification whereas an ordinary person gives in charity once again for a material result and bali maharaj he had entire wealth at his disposal so he doesn't require any more he was more uh, because that he was a devotee and he had that bhav already and he achieved prema Uh, by giving whatever lord uh, wanted and lord uh, fulfilled his desire in terms of okay giving him opulence much more than what he had in uh, swarga because he lord knows very well that he is not going to spoil that wealth or he is not going to misuse that wealth not only that he is not going to misuse his wealth but he also facilitated all his family and extended family members to accompany him and stay in sutala planet so that they all can be elevated so the association of bali maharaj to the his servants or other uh, demon families would help him or would help them to become elevated in consciously and not only that he he went lord went a step further and said that you are going to have my association uh, constantly every day you can see me you can have my darshan now this is what a devotee aspires in life that we want constant association of the lord we want constant association of devotees and at the end of the life uh, return back home back to godhead this is for for reason, this is the purpose of uh, our life so unless we define our purpose clearly then our pathway uh, will be troublesome or our pathway uh, is not equally well laid out so therefore it is it's a sort of a strategic plan that we should have a goal what is that goal i wish to achieve in my life and in this past time we find that the goal to be achieved is the prema of the lord so in order to achieve that prema of lord whatever we have whatever is required in terms of financial social economical whatever may be the resources we have all that should be utilized in his service and if that can be done just as bali maharaj has achieved the affection of the supreme lord then the individual also achieves the uh, affection of the supreme lord and for that including the so called pride we have that should be brought down to from mana it should become nama one should t- turn it topsy turvy then one achieves the goal
how do we do this practically as part of the congregation yeah this is the bali maharaj's uh, pastime where he achieved he his false ego is man or abhiman uh, became uh, amanita he became a very humble servant the lord so much so that lord was pleased to become his servant and then continuously giving him darshan and protecting him when we say protecting it is the consciousness of uh, bali maharaj and his servants and of course other he was holding his chakra also and this happiness which is achieved by a devotee is far 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 superior to the happiness one can achieve uh, by merging with the brahmanda or by the impersonal liberation so we find that uh, gurudev in in his book uh, he uh, he talks about uh, this part that he is commenting that in bhakti rasamrita sindhu shila rupa goswami talks about the happiness and topa summarizes these statements in nectar of devotion first chapter if brahmananda or the happiness of becoming one with the supreme is multiplied by 1 trillion fold it still cannot compare to an atomic fraction of happiness derived from the ocean of devotion service so it is therefore that for the that devotion service or for that bhakti a person is willing to sacrifice everything and bar gurudev continues his commentary on this verse in hari bhakt uh, sudodaya paralat maharaj while praying to lord narsimha dev says this my dear lord the universe i am feeling transcendental pleasure in your presence and have become merged in the ocean of happiness now i consider the happiness of brahmananda to be no more than the water in the impression left behind the calf's hoof in the earth so so called liberation or so called impersonal liberation that's compared to an insignificant factor in front of achieving uh, the uh, pure devotion uh, to the supreme lord and how do we translate this into our own life because gurudev continues the com- comment quoting from sridhar swami uh, then that any happiness derived from dharma artha kama moksha is insignificant in comparison to the happiness derived uh, from devotion service so thus merely attaining sutala cannot be the result of bali's offering lord vamana dev the three worlds so that's how gurudev concludes on this particular verse and we also find that when lord is pleased with a devotee he displays his happiness or he takes away whatever the devotee has so that the devotee becomes totally dependent on uh, the supreme lord and we have that beautiful story of krishna and arjuna going to a brahmana house the only cow brahmana has uh, he takes away that cow 
so that that brahmana becomes totally dependent on the lord whereas to a vaishya he has lot of wealth and then uh, to him he gives more wealth sorry so therefore how do we apply this to our life as a devotee what is that we need to do what can we do uh, to achieve the the goal of bali maharaj and shila prabhupad has out of his kindness mercy has established this institution and the logo if you all recall uh, it shows the two parts of that logo on the gate of iskon mayapur which is received from bhaktisiddhanta thakur uh, where you have on one side the bhagavat mark is shown and the other side the pancharatrika mark is shown so therefore as part of the pancharatrika mark you worship the de- uh, deities and as the bhagavat mark you do the chanting you read shrimad bhagavatam but equally there is a mrudanga shown there implying that we should follow this sankirtana movement so by following chaitanya mahaprabhu sankirtana movement which shila prabhupada established so practically accessible to everyone we can also achieve the same goal as achieved by uh, bali maharaj becoming a pure devotee so once you be, so the goal is to become a pure devotee and the rest of it material opulence or anything else if required uh, if lord arranges one's life yes one has it but all that is once again uh, it's only nimitta matram yesterday that property that wealth was not mine tomorrow once again it's not going to be mine because yesterday only i was i it was not mine and tomorrow i'm not going to be here once again it's not going to be mine so for the sake of the temporariness for uh, why should we give away our true wealth instead of striving for the eternal wealth and to strive for the eternal wealth we have to we have to participate in the sankirtana movement and by participating in sankirtana you are not only purifying yourself you are also giving a facility opportunity as bali maharaj has given the opportunity to other daitya families to become uh, purified so equally we give an opportunity for others who are no, who have not taken to this path and this is the purpose of uh, human life so let's best utilize our life by participating in chaitanya mahaprabhu sankirtan movement as given to us in a very simplified actually shila prabhupada has given to us this on a platter he said just take it i've done all processing everything has been done you only have to use it you only have to apply to your life and apply to the life of everyone in with, with whom you come in contact and therefore 
you take the you achieve the uh, purpose for which you have taken the human life and equally facilitate others to achieve the same and along the way whatever pride we have and whatever mistakes we commit and especially if it is harming others we should go and rectify that situation otherwise that remains as an obstacle that pride that fame with balimara has thought i am the king that's an obstacle and we find ragnath goswami in mana siksha he says that thinking that i am famous is such an obstacle it's like drenching in donkey's urine so uh, pride fame these are all pride i think there he compares that to the thugs and rogues and so therefore one should overcome this by remaining as truly the servant of the servant of the servant always in a serving mood uh, nothing for me everything for others if that can enter into my consciousness uh, it that become that should become part of my sadhana if i can cultivate that uh, along with my chanting yes one day when i chant all this as a byproduct will appear but in my practice i should show from day one in a, when a, i'll be tested again and again actually krishna makes the arrangement like we have in the universities exams at the end of the semester or uh, at regular intervals we have the exams so that the student displays whether the person is up to the scratch or not equally lord throws us the turbulences in our life so that he is testing how well we not react but respond to those turbulences and in that exam bali maharaj has come out successfully and because he has come out successfully lord out of his kindness mercy said okay you have a desire to enjoy okay i give you sutala not only sutala in this life but the next life you will become indra so uh, next life in the next millennium uh, you will find a pure devotee uh, bali maharaj becoming indra and yeah so that's the way how lord reciprocates to an individual i think it's nine i better stop at this stage any question or any comment grandaraj shrimad bhagavatan ki jai